Hey guys, welcome to Is What It Is, a podcast where the life and times of Isabella, aka myself, shape my opinions, advice, storytelling, and decision making. Nothing's off limits, so let's get into it. Is what it is. I'm your host, Queen De La Dream, Isabella, and I have the, I guess I can't really be the queen if you're here. Yep. That's kind of the problem. You've always been the princess. Right. Okay, I'll be the princess, but my mom is here. She's in the house. I want to do something like Oprah, like, <laughs> what, did, what did she do? Like, oh, <laughs> where she's like, she's here. She's here. Oh my god! We love some Oprah. We do love some Oprah. We Let's just went it. went to her live talk not talk show across the country concert. Yeah, yeah, not concert, not talk show, not workout, but yes, yeah. all those things too. Right, and it was a surprise. Isabella gave it to me as a surprise because we both love Oprah, and yes, I just think she's just a wonderful. She's the good woman. Yeah, good work, girl. Um, I'm so excited to have you here because I've wanted you here from the beginning because me and you are one entity that is <laughs> also not one entity and all that. It's one entity because we're so different that you put us together and you got a whole... Right. It's like, is it the to. same person? Is it different? What's happening here? I don't know. And that's how I feel every day. But I feel very lucky to have you as my mom. You have taught me a lot by being yourself so thank you and you've taught me a lot about what I don't want to be by being yourself so I appreciate I'm kidding no you're great um I mean I think that's probably true yeah to an extent yeah and vice versa yeah I think you watch me sometimes and you're like I definitely don't ever want to do that well I don't think of like that I just think that that's so not me you know it's interesting that you're my daughter because you're so different than me in a lot of ways but I could not get more pleasure and joy out of it you know it's just been fun to watch yeah it is fun it's fun fun person thank you yes I do like being fun I would say the coolest thing I think we both realize this as I've gotten older and you have some time you can put in between like the parenting relationship and the friend relationship, although I always feel like we've been best friends, but you were never more my friend than you were my parent, in my opinion. What was that again? You, we've always been best friends, mm-hmm. but you were never my friend more than you were my parent. Ah, uh, never. Yeah, which was super annoying. I know. But I'm glad. It was super glad. hard, too. Yes. It's very hard to be a parent. But I'm glad you did that. Good. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad that you're glad. Yeah. Because you're not, I'm sure it's hard as a parent for someone that you love that you're trying to raise to not understand what you're doing. It's very, very hard. And especially when you don't have a father, you feel like it's all you. You Mm -hmm. know, I've got to hone this person into the best person that God intended them to be. And it's all up to me. And you can't let go of that course. Yeah. Even when it comes down on you and you're the bad guy. That's a lot of pressure. It is. Yeah. But I think you've played your cards perfectly i mean look at me i would i wouldn't say perfectly <laughs> I, mean, I did I, the best i could but i wouldn't I, say perfectly but it so it was definitely 
the hardest job I've ever done and I loved every minute of it. Yes. I hated most of it. Just kidding. I (laughs) really liked a lot of it, but other times were hard. But point being, I like where we are now, which is, you know, I'll be 27 this year. So close to 10 years out of the house this year. Sorry. Next year. Within the calendar year. My next birthday is. Don't freak me out. Sorry. I am 26. Yes. But still, it's been a good amount of time of like tra- continuing to transition out of this like strictly parenting role, which our dynamic, we've talked a lot, a lot about this, but our dynamic has changed significantly in ways that are awesome. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I don't think I was able to appreciate what you had to do at the time, and now I do, but I'm sure as hell glad I don't have to do that. Oh, that's the biggest relief ever. I know. So tell me, like, for you, do you feel that same way? Like, do you feel the dynamic has changed? And how do you make the switch from, like, a daughter or a child that I have to care for and provide for and make sure they do the right thing to, like, their their own person now? Um, you know, it was kind of a gentle glide into it, and then I realized what was happening, and I made it an uh, all-out effort. Um, so was it a conscious effort? Very. Hmm. Yeah. I, um, because I saw what was happening that I was letting go with purpose without even knowing it. And I decided this is a good thing. This is what I'm supposed to do. I gave her wings now let her fly. And I didn't want to because I always had those wings clipped so that I could make sure that you didn't go too far right or left. And all of a sudden it's not up to me to decide whether you go too far right or left, or which direction you go in, it's up to me to enjoy, you know, what I've helped to, right. you know, hone, and who you've become, whether I liked it or didn't, is no longer my objection or objective, because you were grown, and it's just been such grown a grown-ass grown-ass woman, and I let go of it 100%, and it was more for me than you, because... Okay. Because I was feeling a real pressure as you and as an adult to you know don't do, don't say that somebody might think this or don't do this somebody might think that and that's something that you do when you're in sixth seventh eighth grade ninth ninth grade because you do have to fit these cultural norms in school but right. you don't have to fit anything anymore if you don't want to it's one hundred percent you right and it's not a reflection on me anymore I truly don't see you as a reflection of me but okay. I really have tried now I shouldn't say I don't completely because that's hard to let go of but I really try to just see you as you and not try to see me and you in any way because that way I give you the freedom to 100% be you and then I get to sit back and be on a joy ride right and I think that almost I felt like that transition was happening but it also felt really scary because some of the ways that I chose to be in adulthood were in direct conflict with the advice you gave me. Right. But it was still, at the end of the day, it's like, either way, I had to make that choice, and I did. Mm-hmm. So, and it, it comes back to that thing of, like, wanting to please the parent, but mm-hmm. also wanting to please yourself. And those things are really hard. And I think especially for you, because you are such a unique, incredible person, and I always knew that, and it's really fun um, to see you take the reins 
but that's where I still wanted to parent when you started doing that. Right. That was hard to let go of because I saw you going in ways that I might not want you to go or I would I wouldn't choose for you to go. Yeah. Not that I didn't and want you wouldn't to. choose for you to go and I think that's probably so hard right. to let go of. Exactly. Like it made me uncomfortable. Right. But too bad. I had to sit in the uncomfortableness and let you be you. Right. And you know, I think that just made And I think in turn you in the past couple of years have become more you. Mm-hmm. because you've allowed me to. Yeah, and I had to do the work with you to say, like, I'm asking you to let me be me, which I think sometimes I took into, like, if you're going to let me be me, then you need to also be me. Right. Which isn't fair right. to you. Right. So, understanding... I'm glad you understand that. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Not turning well, around that here. What was going on when I wasn't watching? Um, but, yeah, it's been... A joy. It has been a lot of fun. It has. And it and it's a relief for me not to feel like I have to fit into your mold of the perfect mother. Right. The, say the perfect thing, do the perfect thing, protect you in the certain in the in the certain way, make sure that I'm there for you when you're upset about anything and say the right thing and say the right thing to the other person so that they you know, feel comforted, but you feel comforted too. I mean, it's too many, Ugh. too many working parts, and right. it was time to simplify. Time to time to simplify and let me be me. I don't have to be who you want me to be. Right. I can say whatever I want. You can think I'm too conservative. You can think that I'm too rigid. You can think that I'm too, um, you know, soft spoken and wet noodle. Wet noodle, don't speak up. Loser. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pain just, in my ass. Uh-huh. Just no. one of those stand in the corner kind of people. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I think in, in turn that did help me see like all the ways that, like letting you be different than me allowed me to see the ways in which we're similar. Mm-hmm. Which was like a me weird catch 22. It is. And I think I saw this whole thing play out most recently and probably most significantly with I mean I've always done this writing which I think in high school I don't even know when I started it like the blog stuff Mm -hmm. but I think there was always maybe like this underlying conversation or tone of like what you put out there matters and which is true yeah and so I'm not saying that um but so what you well you wouldn't write it and put it out there if it didn't matter right (laughs) <laughs> but to me, I was like, I want to write this, put it out there because it matters to me. But mm-hmm. to you, it's like it has these consequences or whatever. But I think you were doing your best to always look out for my best interest, which I didn't see at the time. I thought it was like you trying to hinder me. And control you. And yeah. control me. Sure. Like keep me caged in. Sure. But. Looks like there's a dog at the door. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, Lord. We are dog heaven around here. We are. So many dogs. So little time. Hold this a second. Talk about something you like to talk it's about. It's family beach trip, which is awesome. But we have three dogs also. Hey. And I'm always Hi. the grandmother to these three dogs. So they all love me best. And they all want to get to me, which is wonderful. So, just between you and I, she was hard to raise. Don't let them crack the door up here. Hey. Oh, you're back. Sorry, this happens every time. I can't help it. No matter what, it just happens. Okay. So anyway, that was, I feel like something, just a dynamic that was always at play. But one thing where it really like set in stone, this is for real for me, that you have 
allowed me to be me, which like gave me such a breath of relief and freedom was starting this podcast. Okay. And like, A, I didn't necessarily know if I wanted to tell you, but B, like when you have somehow become like my biggest champion and supporter and all this and like it's meant so much to me because I know it's stuff you would never say like you're a very private person and for you to give me the freedom and confidence to be like I listened to this this cracked me up I loved this and like there's plenty inappropriate phrases wording stories whatever but it's like not once have you latched on to that and been scared for me, you like choose to see the whole yeah. picture, which has been like such a gift. Good. I'm glad I didn't see that coming. I, um, yeah, I see it as a whole and I don't judge any of it. I love all of it. And I just think it's so much fun to see what's going on in my daughter's head. And your guests are, have all been very thought provoking. Yeah. Just to hear other people, you know, but mainly to hear your interaction with them, and even more importantly, that you took the reins and did a podcast. Right. You know, who does that? You know, it's just so rare that somebody, just a random, you know, person in Conover, North Carolina, decided that I'm going to, you know, or from Conover, North Carolina, decided I'm going to do a eight podcast. 828, baby. Yep, 828. And I couldn't be more proud. And... You know, I know that generations are different. You know, I was telling my husband earlier that when I was in college, um, I my friends and I cussed all the time. It was just part of our vernacular, and it was it was fun. Yeah. You know? I don't know if you've ever told me this. Yeah, I don't think I have. Um, but I was in the car one time with my mom, and I said the word damn, or maybe a couple of cuss words. I can't remember, but I remember the specific car sitting there, and me just thinking I'm cool and talking, and, you know, just like I do with my friends, but maybe not quite as much, but there right. were some words, and my mom really came down on me. Yeah. You know, and, you know. And that t- stuck with you. Yeah, it stuck with me. Like, you're just not, you know, that just doesn't sound like, ladylike. I don't, that doesn't sound nice when you say that. And right. So I made a point not to do that around her anymore. Um Unless really. And isn't it interesting, though, and I think this is kind of the problem, is that that conversation stuck with you more than the good it would have done maybe what she was trying to do. Like, it probably, her asking you not to cuss like that, which was supposed to be a good thing, Mm -hmm. but maybe that feeling of either letting her down or having to be careful or watch your mouth more or whatever, that feeling, I think, may have stuck with you longer than it intended to because I know and I, I don't know if that's the case for you but I know conversations we've had that you probably haven't realized have stuck with me longer in a way than you ever intended mm-hmm. than two but I think it's that dynamic of wanting to please the parent and just loving you so much right and knowing that that they're probably right right you know and I knew that she was probably right, but with my friends, she wasn't right. You know, in right. the dorm rooms and on the hall, you know, we're just, you know, flying with our cuss words. It's just part of how we talk, and it's right. so much fun, you know, because, you know, you can't say, 
you know, fuck without it being fun sometimes. Yeah. You know, you just like... It and now ele- you love the word fuck. Yeah, it elevates everything. <laughs> and, I, and it's just a funny word to me, you it's know. It's fucking funny. Oh, just, it is. Yeah, and when somebody says... When other people say it, I get tickled. You know, it just it just brings everything to a new level and yeah. just makes me laugh. But my mom would die. You know, yeah. She heard me say it. She's so conservative. But, you know, when you say... Whatever you say, I know... It's the same with me, you right? Know, that you're just a different generation, and you're. Well, you've prob- never told me that. Yeah, whatever you're doing, you know, probably with your friends is is kind of what you're doing on the podcast, right? Yeah, you know, you're talking as if you're a millennial talking on the podcast, yeah. and have at it, right? Well, I appreciate. And that. I feel like I feel so blessed to have this like insight into your world. Right. Like my mother never had that. She could never be on a college dorm right. hall and hear us talking and cracking up laughing and using these words and cracking up even more over them. You know, right. it just, it's fun. Yeah. And, and it's, they're just words. Right. And things do, like there has been such an unpacking, like I think. <coughs> that, part, that part I don't like. That's some getting back to the We never part. agree on that. I think we it's don't. funny. Anyway, you... And your mom, I think she gets on your nerves for being too conservative. And then it's like trickled down where you're less conservative. But you can get on my nerves for being too conservative. And then like with the podcast, you the last episode that the Gen Zers, mm-hmm. like they're even more liberal and not even politically. So they're even more just open, mm-hmm. willy nilly, yep. whatever than I'm comfortable about and it's interesting how that changes from generation to generation but I think props to you for realizing that because I think there's a lot of judgment from generation to generation being like how Mm -hmm. could you yeah yeah that's was really intentional on my part because I did go through that with a mom that but my mom never stopped controlling like to this day you know, right. and, and it's neat what you learn. You know, I learned that I don't want to be that parent. I want to be the parent that sees that it sees into your world. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to hide your world from me. I don't, you know, that's who you are. And I hide a lot of who I am from my mother. And, you know, it's her loss. Yeah. And I don't want to lose it. I love every aspect of you. Well, thank you. That's sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is And the thing I come back to, too, like, okay, I was recording yesterday with Corbin, and it ended up being, like, more of, not to explain everything, but, like, more of this, like, sexual kind of episode, like, talking about different things, and I'm like, eh, like, it was fun at the time, but it's like, do I really want my mom listening to it, or anyone, and I still don't know the answer to that. Yeah, I mean, that's, there's some tough ones. Yeah. But at the same time, I think the overarching theme I come back to, it's like people, like all these things that have generationally been kind of hidden to talk about or private, they're just happening. They're still happening. And it's not, not like I don't know it. That's yeah. Sometimes I thought all the, way, all the way through, even when you're in sixth grade, you know, that's a totally different ball game. But... There's nothing that I didn't realize every step of the way that's yeah. going on behind the scenes and stuff that I'm never going to know is stuff that's being pulled over on me. Yeah. You know, I was just one of those parents that realized it. You right. Know, other parents want to deny it and think their kids are perfect and that none of this stuff is happening because they parented them per- perfectly. 
And I'm sure they have been wonderful parents. And It was super fucking annoying that you did know what I was doing all the time. It was like... I'll let you get away with some. You did get, let me get away with some, which now, looking back, I don't know and if I, I was... And I protected you on some of it. Yeah, but I was, I was pretty sneaky in certain ways. Not like bad sneaky, but just yeah, like... Yeah, I would never let you do anything illegal yeah. or anything where I thought you were in danger. But you kind of, I think, yeah, looking back, I'm like, I'm sure she knew more of what was going on, which was just standard stuff. It wasn't... Right, it's stuff you do at that age, that's what I'm saying. You right. Know, it's just part of growing up. But yeah, I feel like I did get in trouble a lot, not like with the law or anything. Well, I'm pretty strict. Yeah, you were in certain ways, but, but I, I would that, be the same way as a parent that you were. Yeah, I think the difference was because I grew up with a dad that was extremely strict, right. but you could never talk back, and so it was really important to me that we have a conversation about it, you know, and right. um, I might still punish you, and I might still disagree with you, but at least I heard your side, Yeah, and sometimes part of your side I, I agreed, agreed with. Oh, yeah. that's fresh. Because I remember you saying, don't you talk back. And then I would talk back and then I'd get sent to my oh, room. Oh, no. Yeah. Talk but to, that's a different talking that's back. That's different. I'm talking about when we sat down to talk about it. Right. Yeah. Which is great that we have continued to have that dynamic. But, you know, my work in therapy, too, has been to understand where you're coming from. Like, you, the ways in which... Maybe things you parented me on that didn't feel good to me aren't necessarily a reflection of me. It's like where you were in your parenting process. And you're a human, too, that's trying to figure out and just wants the best. But you were never going to do it right. I was never going to do it right. And no mm-hmm. one's ever going to do it right. Exactly. So that just has to be thrown out. And that's one thing I will pat myself on the back for if it that's. I mean, it's not kudos to me or anything, but I'm never going to beat myself up over my mistakes because I know I was always trying my hardest. Yeah. But I made lots of them. I would love to work on that because I can be kind of hard on myself. And I was talking to Corbin on the last episode about this with like people that don't have regrets. I'm like, I have so many regrets. Oh, yeah. If you don't have I'm regrets, like, who you are you? Yeah. 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 What'd you do? Just live in a little bread box and... Suck your dad's weebie? I don't know. <laughs> we can edit that part out. Uh-uh. Let's stay on. Let's stay on. I don't know. I'm just like, there's so many times. But, and I'm still working on that. Like, I can't, I want to like live my life exactly how I want to and talk about the things, but then I can get anxiety about doing it. And it's so hard to, like my need to be myself is at, like, level eight or whatever. Mm-hmm. But my need to not also feel bad about those is at, like, a level seven. And they're so close. Wow. Like, it can really be hard. But it's still over. It wins every time uh-huh. for me to be myself. Uh-huh. But then it still becomes this cycle of, like... Of the anxiety. Anxiety and there. feeling bad and regret and was that the right thing. And then normally when a few years pass, I'm like, that was fine. Oh, that's good. And, like, that's, that's even hard. if it was a mistake, it's what needed to happen. But, yeah. You know, you are such a be-your-own-person. I didn't realize you had that much anxiety about it. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, I, I can have... I let go of that. Yeah, I can have really bad anxiety about it because... 
And that may be because of me and because of me. You know, yeah. You know, I mean, I'll be playing for that one. <laughs> no, you know, me feeling, you you thinking I'd feel, un- I would feel uncomfortable with it. Right. And you knowing that's a part of you that, that's been, you know, developed through years. But yet you've always, from the minute you were born, you've been your own person. Right. You know, you were the three. When I came out giving you a wink. Uh, exactly. And I winked <laughs> back. We had it going on then. Yep. But, I mean, you were a little girl. You were tiny. You know, even two and three, you know, at church. When you come out of church and go around, there'd be a playground. And, you know, all these people were standing around the playground at the church. And I was like, what's going on? You know, and I'd, you know, get my way through. And I'd see it's because you're in this cute little dress. It's different from everybody else because I dressed you differently than everybody yeah. else. And you're hanging upside down from about 10 feet high on the monkey bars, you know, <laughs> eating an ice cream cone. You know, and right. all the other little girls were down at the bottom with a sand bucket, you know, or something, right. you know, and it's just who you are. Right. Which is, yeah, which is something I... That was entertaining then. Right. Which is something I want to carry on and I need to learn how to let go of the anxiety of it because as I've gotten older, it feels, things feel more, uh, what's the word? A part of you? Like... More consequential. Oh, oh! There are more consequences to things yeah. as you get older. Yeah. Like I feel like for a long time I was in this like ignorance is bliss phase, which is what I wanted. Really, what I wanted to talk to you about today was this whole thing of like. I feel like, at equal rates, at equal velocity going forward, I want to never change. Never Be, change. What? Never change me. Be myself, never change, stick to who I know that the core in me knows. Mm-hmm. And that also equal velocity is I never want to stay the same. Right. I was going to say, that's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. And like I want to grow and develop, but it's like this dichotomy of like how do you make progress mm-hmm. and listen to people and become better and go to therapy or work on yourself or take on new challenges while also not letting all that get so overwhelming Mm -hmm. and too many voices Mm -hmm. and too much stress which i feel like sometimes is what happens to me where the anxiety too much input and too much it becomes too much pressure like i know i always want to be better and i think i may probably got this from you Mm -hmm. this idea of like continuing to progress as a person Mm -hmm. that it becomes exhausting sometimes. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that way? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I guess my question for you was how has that played out for you? It's a really good question because I do push myself so hard and I'm never okay with the status quo. Like if I'm doing something and I've not nailed that, Mm -hmm. I can't give that up because I know I'm good at this, but it's not good enough. I've got to add something else. Yeah, And... I don't know, I can't remember how it's been through the years, but I know it. it's a go, go, go thing. And, you know, I was too young to realize that it was a go, go, go thing because, mm-hmm. you know, it was the same way with my children. I loved it all, but yet I was stressed. Right. And I think I told you that um, we've actually, as she knows, we've had a home, home fire and we've been out of our home for over a year and a half. 
and at the same time I have a counseling practice and I have a rental home business and I have an investment company and you know it's just a lot going on and so we've, much we've moved four times in a year and a half and I finally you know we've started rebuild reconstructing their house and just everything was taking like 10 steps it was like pulling teeth to get it done and I was on July 4th I was just really stressed you yeah. know just and I thought it was so nice to be at an age and I don't know why I couldn't have done this earlier but uh, Scott asked me he goes what do you want to do today because we had no plans and he went into the other room and I got online and I, then he came back in and I said here's what we're going to do today you know we're going to go to Charlotte we're going to go to Warby Parker and get you some glasses we're going to do this and this and this and then we're going to eat at Kid Cashew and then we're going to go to Belmont and then we're going to go to see we're going to eat outside El Fresco then we're going to go to a concert and then there's going to be fireworks and it's going to be great he was like don't okay that's done what and done. yeah okay check I'm pretty exciting for him I'm sure he was he loves it he loves yeah. it when I do that so, you know, off we go, you know, for yeah. a fun day. And, of course, it doesn't go perfectly according to plan, but we were eating at Kid Cashew, and I'm sitting across, and this is in Charlotte, North Carolina, I'm sitting across from, Scar from Scott, and I said, I, I, this is true. I mean, I'm not just saying this. Well, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, we were outside, sun shining on me. I was just having this, like, simple, beautiful moment, sitting on this, you know, wooden... Like the opposite of a midlife crisis. Yeah, it was the opposite of a midlife crisis. Good yeah. name. That's exactly right. And Scott and I are midlife talking... Midlife epiphany? Uh-huh. It was. And I said, you know what, Scott? I'm giving up stress. I said, there's going to be a new me. After today, July 4th, like Ju July 4th is kind of the day I was reborn. I said, I am tired of stress. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to do, if I choose to do things, it's going to be because I'm going to do them without stress. If they bring me stress, I'm giving them up. And um, I don't. You didn't throw me away. And I feel like I'm no, bringing a good amount. No, you don't. But I, honestly and truly, I have not felt stressed since that day. And I've enjoyed my life tenfold. Right. And I thought it was a great life before. Yeah. But, Which is awesome. Yeah. I hope to get there one day. And my friends are like, how can you just change? And that's a really good question. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But, but I did. And have you noticed a difference in me since Charlotte? Yeah. I think you have been just more go with the flow and calm. Mm-hmm. Which it, was always inside of you. Yeah. And if it messed up, if something goes wrong, and I mean like something big, you know, like yeah. from the construction of a home or something, that's something that's fixable. You right. know? And I'll just take the steps now without stressing about each step. Right. Like, even if people, you know, people are, they screw up everything, you know, and have at it. Screw it up. Screw it go, up and we'll keep going. Mm -hmm. And do you think that you have that mindset because in certain ways you have been through, like, hell and back? Was that tied into that? Um, no, it really wasn't. Yeah. Um, because I think maybe it was a progression because I learned how much I can handle Right. You know, it but, has to play a part in it, whether consciously or not. Well, it kind of led me to it because I learned how much I could handle without breaking. So I kept bringing on things because yeah. I knew I wasn't going to break. Right. But yet, if you're stressed, you only live one life and stop. Right. You know, or stop something you're doing. Yeah. And it's hard for me to give up something because I always feel like I can do it better than anybody else yeah. because it's mine and I know what I want. And you know, See, you like attack projects so much more. And I feel like in this part of my life the project is myself and mm -hmm. I keep putting stuff on there and I got to a point recently where I'm like 
I'm kind of tired of working on myself right now. Probably. Like, I'm just ready to like shelve this for a bit mm-hmm. and just, if I do it wrong, do it wrong. Cause I'm, it became this cycle of like, like I was just saying, anxiety coming into the decision making process. Like if I did do something I didn't think was all the way, I don't know, all the way true to who you are. Me. But also, it was exactly what I wanted to do. So it's weird. But I think this is a wonderful place for you to be because you have taken time more than, and this is a really, I know I keep saying I'm proud of you, but this is proud of you on another level. That who, and just so your audience knows, I had no part of this. It wasn't like I said, you know, I think you should see a therapist. I think that would be wonderful. You found a therapist that you thought would be right for you and decided it was worth your money and your time and your energy to work on you. And that is so rare for people to do. And you know me more than anybody feels that that anybody could benefit from therapy. Yes. So I was thrilled and I think it's wonderful. But therapy isn't meant to be forever. Right. And if you're at a place that you feel like you, know, you can stop for a while and you can always go back, I think that's great. But I think one thing your therapist really should have emphasized is that you're not here to get rid of your anxiety. You know, you're yeah. you're never anxiety is there for a reason, you know. Right. And when you're feeling that anxiety, you can sit with it for a minute and then move on, be yourself. Right. It's okay. Yeah. And I think it's not not holding on to it mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. Like you're putting too much emphasis on it and I almost wonder if it's because you have these guidelines that you developed from me yeah. that you're still trying to fit into somebody that's not yeah. that. I think in certain ways, yes. And in other ways, I think I just could be better. But I'm also like, I just don't want to really think or care about it. And if it's like, I'm, I, I'm, I think what I do get from you is being keenly aware of what's happening around me. Mm-hmm. But what I don't get from you is therefore making my decisions based off those things. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I see what's happening and what people need out of me Mm -hmm. or what I should be doing, but I'm like, eh, fuck it, just want to do me. And you can't really, those two things don't really marry. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense, but I don't think you're giving yourself credit because I can't think of anybody, I really can't think of anybody that... Um, other than me, maybe because I'm always like I'm always thinking about everybody else, right. probably to a flaw. But you are the most thoughtful, giving, loving, insightful person when it comes to other people that oh, I've ever thank met. Thank you. Well, it's true. I, I really think you put a lot of effort yeah. into being there for people and giving people what they need. And I think for you to stop therapy and stop working on yourself, I think is beautiful. I think you will be working on yourself without you knowing it. Right. It almost feels like this is the next step in working on myself. Mm-hmm. It's just to go be myself. Right. Be yourself. Instead and... of like ice picking away day after day. Right. Like, yeah, I think you must have had some spe- specific things that you wanted to work on. Right. And that's good. Work on those. But now it's time for you to just live your life and these things you'll work through as they come up. Right. You know, you'll be good. And I th- what I love about you and why we're so close is I know that you know my heart. And I think anyone listening, like, there's people that know you to your core. And then there's 
uh, maybe a perception of you, mm-hmm. which I feel like sometimes the perception of me is impulsive, doing whatever, on the go. Like, say whatever. Say whatever. Do whatever. Not really consider people. I feel like that. Right. Like, a, and perfect, that's, a perfect example, just so your audience understands where yeah. you're coming from. <laughs> and there are many, but just me being at, like, a Carolina um, football game, you know, with my family. And, you know, we're watching a football game, and it's halftime. And all of a sudden, Isabella comes, like, bounding across the aisles, you know, Mom, Mom! And she's wearing this big, fake butt that <laughs> sticks, that's over her pants it looks like her pants are split and this big fake butt is sticking out that's a great party trick i know and everybody is looking at it and you come up and you like hug me that was a moment that was kind of a defining moment (laughs) because that was in that period when i was starting to let go college Mm -hmm. like early 20s right and i was letting go and i had to consciously go like take a breath yeah and it's okay she is not you She's standing here and everybody's staring at her and they probably know that she's your daughter, but you know what? I don't care about them. I care about her and I just hugged you and it was a real freeing moment for me to be able to walk up that whole aisle with this girl with her butt showing. Right. My fake butt. Yep. Your fake butt. Which was my dad's pants and I think that's why I like to wear them because they're just silly. Um, But yeah, that's like a good example of me just being like ridiculous in a lot of ways. But I think you... Oh. Sorry, Corbin was calling me. That's okay. It's not her podcast. She needs to move on. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah she's, she's having a there. little too much air time. She has. I'm, yeah. I'm coming Kinda in. Kick her to the curb. Yeah, no, she's out. I'm in. She's out. Yeah. <laughs> I think you, you really are coming to the realization that... Well, and... Other people know it, but not everybody knows it because, especially your podcast listeners, because I hear that I hear what you say on the podcast. They do not know your heart. They do not know what uh, thoughtful, loving, giving, and more um, insightful and bigger than any person I've ever known. You know, takes in everything around her and really tries to do the right thing. You sound like somebody that. Oh, I don't care what the right thing is. It's all right. about me. You know, it, I'm going to say what and I want. And how do I have both of those things happening? Uh, it's amazing. I don't know, but it's fucking exhausting. It's <laughs> fucking fun. Yeah. I love it. Well, I love you for making me um, everything I am. Well, I'm glad you like who you are. I it's know. A, I do. I do I like... I could not have given you a better gift if that's true. Yeah, I do like who I am for the most part. I think it's still just like tying into do other people know who I am, which is its own set of problems of like doesn't necessarily matter if people know who I am when I am. And people are never going to know who you are, honey. Yeah. But I think there's enough people I keep in like my close circle mm-hmm. that do. Yeah, that know a lot about you. Right. But even you have a deeper level. Right. I think I, you have a deeper level than I do. Yeah, my level's deep. Yeah, Mine you know me better deep. than, like, yes. me. Yes. Do you think you know better... Do you think you know you better than I know you? Because I think you know me better than I know me. I know you better than you know you, and I know me better than you know me. Yeah, I agree. Give me a couple of years. Yeah. I'm coming after you. Yeah, you are. You'll get there. 
Well, is there anything else you want to discuss? This great job, and not it's not just a great job, it's great people. I love yeah, the people that really you work good with. people. Every single person that you've introduced me to, I just could take home with me. And especially your boss. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty amazing. And he does such a good job, too, of, like, understanding me. And even if oh he doesn't understand gosh. me, just flooding it. He is a phenomenal person. Yeah. He, I mean, it is like God picked out this person and said he needs to go with this person, put them together. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't make sense because we're not necessarily similar. Nothing. I wish your audience could see him and see both Us. him and you together. Yes. Right. And us interact. Yeah, but he is great. And he's given me an incredible opportunity, which I'll yes. be grateful for. But, but yeah, him and... And that's just icing on the cake. Right. Just to have that kind of relationship with somebody is something very rare. You right. Know? So having that kind of relationship with him and with the other people that you work with, like they let you be you. Yeah. You know? And I'm sure there's some people there that are rolling their eyes and going... I don't blame them, by the yeah, way. For the record, please roll your eyes at me. And if you're going to talk I'll shit... I'll roll my eyes at you. Right. I mean, it's fine. You know, but they still... They've got a little twerk in their mouth that where they're... Yeah. They still get a kick out of it. Yeah. You know? Plus, you bring such fun to the office. I mean, this was... There's no way this office was this much fun before. I'm sorry. Ed's Damn got, Skippy. Yeah. It's the luckiest man in the world to have you because... Well, thank you. Not, well, it's true. And not just because you're my daughter, but you did... You came in... You gave um, uh, uh, aura to the office. It makes everybody, I think, enjoy being there more. Just, I wish you could understand the the posters that she puts up and <laughs> the, the concepts she comes up with. The you know, person of the birthday of the week, or uh, just it's always something. But or even places they go or things they do and the way she markets. But she is a smart chick and she gets the job done and. She's always helped me that way because I am very much a perfectionist, which is my worst flaw by far. And she is a... I'm very much not, which is also a flaw. No, it's not. No, it's not a flaw at all because you always do a good job and done is better than perfect. Right. And... But I still have to... I still have a lot of, like, mentoring to be done. Like, I think I do a good job, but then the people I work with, you know, Ed, Dana... Sorry, I'm trying not to burp. Thank you. Kristen, whoever, like they always bring up good things that um, I hadn't thought about or maybe I didn't go to the full extent. So I feel like I've learned so much in the year and a half, which I did a whole other podcast about working. And it's like, you have to be receptive to the people around you, even Mm -hmm. if you think you bring a lot, because I do think I bring a lot, but so do all those other people and we have to work right and I wasn't speaking in that regard at all because you're right you've got a lot to learn and they've got a lot to teach I just want that to be clear yeah no that wasn't where I was coming from I was coming from that when you tackle a project you know somebody gives you something you go at it from all these creative ideas and you get the job done you are young you've got a lot to learn and you're lucky that you've got people around you that are willing to share their ideas Just right keep your mind open always yeah and it's good too like we're so open at work too and they're really helpful about kind of this phase i'm in i don't even want to call it a phase this season of my life who i mean it could last forever who knows but just they're like go have fun go live your life really go like stuff no other people at work would say. 
about like this is what I would do. Yeah. Wow. And like go live it up to the most you can. Well, and that goes back to where we started. You know, this job and all of its intricacies that I've never seen before at the beginning, you know, that made me anxious. Like she's telling them too much or she shouldn't right. be doing this or she, the things she puts on her walls or, you know, all her pink this is and that's and, you know, is this <laughs> professional enough? And, you know, it was just such a wonderful job. I didn't want you to screw it up. But, right. But I never said a word. I thought she's got a, she can screw it up and she can but lose it'll be her hers. job. At, right. And she did it and she'll have to learn from it. And move forward, but it, it's not a lesson I taught her. It's a lesson she learned on her own. Yeah. And that was really hard for me at the beginning to let go of it because I always felt like you were sharing too much and, you know, too out there, you know, for a business situation. And instead, it's like the whole business changed around you. Right. And I could be wrong. I mean, maybe they were all like that to start with. And they and you, you they hired you because you fit in it perfectly. Right. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. It is amazing. But it works. It works. And it Boy, works in it a work. weird way. Uh-huh. It's, yeah. It's the most phenomenal thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's so much fun, too, to, like, be in my hometown. It makes no sense, too, that it's, it like, being in my hometown with just... We kind of live in Bunfup. Bum, bum, blah, blah. I do. Yep. And it's uh, the best. Yeah. It is the best. Um, but I have a lot of fun with you being my mom. I love... It's like I've gotten to the point where I love telling you stuff that I know will, like, freak you out enough because it's, <laughs> like... Thanks. I know. But I know that you're at the point now where it's not going to, like, have the same impact and you have given me the freedom to be me. Uh-huh. But when I was, like, seeing the 42-year-old or, like... Oh, yeah. I have no judgment on that. Right. Well, I mean, you did talk to me about it. Yeah. But either way, or like... I wanted you, I wanted you to have all the insights, yeah. but then do what you Or like telling you about my Sunday after quarantine when I was just like mm-hmm. partying all day. And that's the thing I'm trying to overcome. It's like I would have... I still kind of do, but like have a lot of anxiety about that that's how I chose to do that. But I'm just like, why? Why hold on to like that? Anxiety about telling about, you or about doing it? About doing it and telling you. Really? But I was like, that is how I wanted to spend my time. And I did. And if I'm going to spend my time this way, I want to be able to tell my best friend. Sure. Whether it seems stressful or not, which it does seem stressful. Well, you need to let go of that because I know. I I'm love... trying. Well, but... Obviously, you felt like that was anxiety-inducing, and I loved hearing about it. Oh, I told you I did Saturday morning. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Maybe that does make me feel anxious. (laughs) 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 No. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, now that I think about it. Yeah, now that I think about it, maybe you shouldn't have done that. Right. But, no, I mean. And maybe I shouldn't have, and that's what I come back to. I know, and I wasn't there, you know, so. Right. Do what you want to do. I was looking at my phone because I was... I was about to say, are you over this or... No, I'm not, so not over it. I just Are you I'm, having fun? I'm having a great time. And I so have not prepared for this. <laughs> you shouldn't, though. That's uh, what I said. But don't uh, you think it's been just fun to talk and see where yeah, it goes? And... This is so darn easy. Yep. But I can talk to you all day anyway. I know. So I should have known that. 
And, and we only talked like two hours on our car drive here. I know. And I really tried to just not think about it at all. And I figured one day you would like pull me into the bedroom on our vacation and make me do a podcast. That's what so, I did. <laughs> so it worked out exactly how I thought it would. But you haven't mentioned the sponsors of the day. Oh my gosh. I, that was your job. You were going to do it too, I thought. Okay. Well, you go. Do you have any? I do. Okay. What is this? This Today, hold on. Today's sponsors. For this, what it is, is sponsored by Scrunchies. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, they're like blurry, whatever they are. That's a scrunchie. Scrunchie thing that you put in your hair that everybody thinks is so 1980s that nobody wears anymore. You love them. Yeah, I've got one in my hair right now in my messy bun. I love them. They do not break your hair. And you can, they don't hurt your arm if you put them around your arm. When I put rubber bands, I see these laying here. I don't know where they came from. They're mine. But they hurt my arm and leave a mark. They They never leave a mark. They don't break off my hair. And I've used them since 1980 and would never, of course, the year you were born. Yes. And I've used these too, of course, and those don't compete. I like these, yeah. Everybody's but I different. get, yeah, everybody's yeah. different. You need to, you need to try this. You okay. haven't tried it. Scrunchy game. Yeah. Okay, that's a good sponsor. Mm-hmm. It's a great sponsor. Do you have anything that is not sponsoring today's podcast? Yes, my not my unsponsor. Yeah. Is the scrunchies that look like a uh, telephone cord? Oh. Those are the biggest ripoff ever. Really? Like, everybody tried to sell me on those when yeah, they first Yeah, they were just out. trendy. Yeah, but people really tried to tell you they were the best thing in the world and that they would I stay think in your hair. you wear them, don't you? I've got two and I've tried, but they break my hair off, first of all, because they're rubbery and they stick to your yeah. hair. And second of all, they said, oh, these are great. They, they stay in your hair and they won't slide out, even if you have slick hair. When my hair's slick, next thing I know, they're down to here. Your hair is not slick. At times it is. I can appreciate both of those things, though. I do like my blue one a little bit. I'm going to sponsor. Let me think. Okay, but I'm not. I can do more sponsors. Okay. Today's podcast is not sponsored by anything in the ocean. Just fuck all that. I went out on the pier today, and there was these people just having these fishes, fish, whatever, touching them. Throwing them alive in coolers. I'm like... Eh. And the smell. And, yes. And I posted on my Instagram story. I said, one of them little sons of bitches flopped near me and I almost swan dived off the pier. <laughs> you always hated a fish. I'm like, do I not get it. I mean, it's just, it's like a snake. Right. People don't like snakes, but they're willing to go catch fish. See, I have a problem with fish, and I love eating fish. You don't like any seafood, and you've hated fish since you were a baby. Right. Today's, it's also not sponsored by HIT workouts, high-intensity workouts. Oh, really? I, yeah. I'm so over busting my ass. I'll put this in. I'm really into busting my ass right now. Oh. Yeah. I can tell. You look fit. Thank you. I'm very. This. I'm probably the fittest I've ever been through COVID. So you know, some good things yeah. come out of COVID. But um, long story short, my husband's best friend, his son, was opening a F45 workout in Charlotte, and it had been months in the making. And you know, they poured all his money into it, and it was really going to be his life's goal to get this done. 
And just as it opened, COVID hit and they closed it. Yeah. So it was really sad, you know. So this guy's like just stuck. Well, they put it online where you could pay a certain amount each well, month and it was online. I I mean, I would never do that in a million years. I wouldn't either. But Scott and this best friend of his, whose son owns this F45, they got into doing it on the iPad. We go to a gym, once the gym opened, before we were doing it in a loft in Newton, yeah, North Carolina. Yeah, see, no. We'd sit, put it on, and it is hit, hit, hit. Uh-uh. It will work you out. In 40, I did it 45 once. minutes, you're done. 45 minutes, you're dead. You are. I don't want to be dead anymore. Yeah. And that's what I had to learn about myself. And this is just another side note on working out. It's like, I got so tired of having to die to work out. Yeah. Which was like taught in volleyball with so many of the workouts I did. I'm like, I'm tired of dying. Like today I woke up and did like a couple mile run and it's done. And that was easy enough. But But yeah. It shows where everybody's different. I'm I'm tired of feeling out of breath all the time. Right. But I, I'm so, like, when these are over, I'm, like, so amazed that I pulled that off. Right. It is a great I feeling. I need to get there again. No, you don't. Yeah, you're right. No, I don't. Be exactly who you are and do it. Exactly. Yeah. Forget that. But I do tell you, these aren't funny always, because sometimes I tell you, like, things that are really cool. I know. Like, one thing I think is really cool is zenny.com, or zenny.com for glasses, just so all of you know. We went to China, and I got three pair of glasses there. Each pair of glasses cost like $10. Like, you look in something, they figure out your That's prescription, and they made them. I had them. Tommy, my son who lived there, told me about it. Loved these glasses. Loved and I was like, why in the United States did I just pay $300 at right. Greystone for a pair of glasses? And this is an ophthalmology office. And... Then I found this place, and this that was years ago. Recently, somebody told me about and Zenny. Zenny, that is the bomb. That's I mean, for the like twenty five dollars, you can get a pair of glasses. Well, we're gonna have to edit this out unless they want to ship me a check well, for twenty five hundred. Yeah, I, I think Zenny, this is the podcast for you because I'll stick with you, baby. This is smart going here for everybody. That's <laughs> the one that makes me laugh. Well, guys, I think it's time for us to wrap it up. She's getting calls from her boo. Hubby. Yes, my boobie. Your hub, your hubby. Yes. Um, it's been so much fun chatting with you. It gets me all hot and bothered. <laughs> um, I love you to death. I love you to death. I hear my spirit animal. I wish you nothing but peace and wellness as I turn 27 next year. <laughs> In nine months. In nine months. Yeah. A lot can happen in nine months. Right, ladies? All right. I love you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yo, thanks for listening to Is What It Is. To know more, visit my website at isabellazal.com or my Instagram at yisabellahaha. Music is by The Remarks out of Charlotte, North Carolina. You can expect new episodes whenever the fuck I get around to it, and I will catch you next time. Be you or be home.